0: Welcome back to part two of our interview with Lauren Nolan. If you haven't listened to part one, we suggest that you give that a listen, which is episode 76. And also, stay tuned for part three on Friday, January 11th. Before we dive into the show, we want to announce that our friends at Studio To Go are having their concierge behind the curtains week this week, January 7th to the 11th, 2019. This is an amazing monthly curriculum package designed for studios and teachers with multiple genres of dance. Keep listening to learn more about Lauren from Studio2Go and their fabulous programs and packages. The ladies at studio to go have also graciously offered to include a one-hour consultation and ballerina birthday party package valued at $250 when you sign up to the concierge program with the affiliate link www. Claire Coaching.com forward slash studio to go. This is an amazing offer you will not want to miss out on. Now, let's dive into the show. Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea.
1: Now, I feel like we've touched on this a little bit, but I want to ask you this question anyway. So for studio owners or even uh, teachers who might be looking to, you know, add this to their tool, tool belt, even just a, a planned curriculum in general, what do you see as the biggest benefit to investing in something like studio to go or, or another planned curriculum? So
2: I think that is a a two-way approach. There are two things that are going to benefit in this situation. Number one Your life is going to be easier as a studio owner. That's the whole reason that Leah ever hired me on as her artistic director. It's not because she could not do it. It's not because it wasn't part of her background or that she didn't want to do it. It was because she didn't have the time to do it, but it was something that she valued in her studio. She Mm -hmm. wanted her students to have fresh content. She wanted her classes to be cutting edge. She wanted, she envisioned classes where her teachers were using the latest and greatest move, move, music excuse me, that those kids are hearing on TV or in, in their little social worlds. She did not want antiquated material that didn't excite the kids. But in order to do that, you need fresh content. You need someone who is thinking, and creating, and um, imagining, and going there mentally. So for her, the way that that panned out for her was that she was going to hire someone to handle that. Now, the beautiful part of our program at Studio To Go is that you're hiring us, and from across the world or a state over, we can do that work for you. So we're going to make your life easier. Hear us now. (laughs) And we're also going to make your students happier and more engaged. So that's, that's just the very, that's the very short and easy answer. Your students, your, your clients, your parents are going to be happier.
1: Yeah. Awesome. And I would agree exactly with what you said that for me is just, it's such a load off knowing, well, you know, it's, I think it was different when I like taught that age group a lot because then I could just share my content, but it's just, you know, like ebbs and flows in the business. Now I'm sort of seen to be mostly teaching my comp teams and some of my older, more advanced kids. And that just sort of seems to be what's happening at the moment. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that, that just because a child was coming on a Monday afternoon versus a Wednesday morning, one teacher wasn't going to have an amazing plan and the other one was going to have like a semi-average one. Like I just wanted to make sure that the kids were getting the same experience across the board and that I, I was helping my teachers and I had peace of mind as well, essentially.
2: It does affect your culture when you provide resources to your faculty. So I think that's another huge concern for studio owners is you want to retain that talent of who you have hired on to your staff. And I I know for me, anytime I've taught at a studio, when I'm given a syllabus of some sort, whether that be just monthly goals or actual choreography to teach or whatever it may be, it creates a sense of unity, first of all for your workplace, but it also gives each individual this mindset of, I am a piece of a bigger whole, and it gives them more of a home. They have direction, they have guidance, they have expectations versus being a studio where you're just kind of floating on your own and you show up and teach your classes and you leave. There's no back and forth. There's no engaging. There's no staff involvement there. Everybody's their own island. And especially in our environment and on-site world, we work very hard to make sure that our teachers feel like they are part of a team. And I promise you, you will see better staff unity if you provide a program where everyone's getting on the same page and talking and sharing.
1: Yeah. And I I, I, uh, 100% agree with you. And I feel, you know, I still... Personally, I I know I have things to implement that I want to change for the new year or in 2019. Um, I don't think I'm getting as much out of your out of the program yet that I than I could. I think there's like even more things that I could tap into. So I'm excited to sort of make use even more of the resources that you provide. But I definitely you know if even if just making my life easier, I feel like that like you said is one of the biggest benefits. And oh. yeah. It's just it's it's simple. It's pretty to look at. The kids love it. It's just it's 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 easy to use, but it's not easy for the kids if that makes sense. That
2: does make sense, and we are so glad to hear it.
1: (laughs) We work hard
2: to make sure that's
1: the case. Yeah, exactly. So we talked a little bit about what is the biggest benefit for you know a planned curriculum for the studio owner, but how do you think that it benefits the children in terms of their overall development?
2: Well, I think that our experience in dealing in a, in a major capacity with preschool only, we have learned how to tap into the way that this child, this age child, they think. So mm-hmm. for instance, a three-year-old's capabilities and learning style is going to be very different from a 10-year-old. Because we've spent so much time with the three-year-old, we are preschool- Experts. So, with our program, your child is going to learn at a faster pace. I personally think that sometimes when a teacher is having behavior problems or her kids aren't grasping the content as well, it's because she's going too slow. So we try to encourage our teachers to keep their music running and flowing, giving fewer verbal cues. One of the big parts about our program is that we use the follow me method. We've kind of coined that phrase. And that idea is that the music is running as often as possible with as few breaks as possible and I'm just dancing and you're copying my body. We, I always tell my kids at the beginning of the school year, we're gonna play copycat, and everything you see Miss Lauren doing, you're going to do as well. And we'll do a quick little drill where we make silly faces and they copy me, but they understand that when I am moving, your body is mimicking mine, and for this age child, that really works best. You're gonna get a better focused child, they're going to be far more excited and engaged. Um, And then there's that music that they get to connect with that they know and they recognize. You know, we play a Mickey Mouse Clubhouse song every now and then in my classes, and that might be an activity that I'm going to give concierge soon. So we, what works best for our children, we have packaged it up and we have giving it to studio owners and teachers in a way where we know that the kids are going to respond well to this style of instruction.
1: Yeah. And what do you think, so we've talked again about the kids and for studio owners and as a studio owner, how it will benefit your teachers. But if- There is a teacher who's wanting to purchase it for themselves. What Do you think that they have the same benefit as studio owners or do you think that there's anything different just for a teacher? Well, not for just a teacher, but you know what I mean? For someone who doesn't have to look at managing others.
2: So as you and I have said, we are both teaching right now. Still, Mm -hmm. I think that that truly helps me understand what our studio to go clients are living and breathing every day no one understands it unless you have been in that classroom, coming up with engaging content on a weekly basis for an entire school year, that is quite the feat. I mean, it's, anybody knows within a business, whether you're a social media manager and you're constantly having to come up with social media content or whether you're a teacher, it's, it's very difficult to keep things fresh and exciting. So I understand that. And I think that, What we've provided does help an individual teacher. Let's say a teacher is going through a particularly difficult time with her family. Let's say for two weeks in a row, her toddler at home has been ill and she is up all night, not getting a lot of sleep. Her kid who's in elementary school is um, in the middle of some big projects and they've been staying up late working on those. When she gets to her own classes, she is so exhausted and she hasn't had any time to lesson plan for herself, yes, she might be able to go in there and pull out a great class on the fly where she hasn't thought of anything and it's creative and wonderful and great. And that is the perfect scenario. But all too often for me being in this situation you worry that you're just giving these, for lack of a better description, throwaway classes where you think, yeah, we just survived. Yeah. We just got through that hour. Yahoo. You know, they, they, they seem to be happy when they left and we got something accomplished, but did you really work towards that end product of your recital? Did you really stay on track and provide your children with a quality class? You know, it's, it's so relaxing to know that that lesson plan is ready to go. And no matter what's going on in your personal life, how bad traffic is, um, how little time you had to prepare, you show up, you open your notebook of your notes that you've already printed online, and you can be guaranteed that what you're going to cover in class today, yes, will be exciting and fun, but it will also still be working towards your end goal. There, There's no such thing as throwaway classes anymore with our program.
1: And I think that's so beneficial just I know I asked a specific question about teachers, but I think it's beneficial for anyone in, you know, dance education is that, you know, sometimes we don't have enough time to plan and I know that should be a priority. And for a lot of people, they're really great at doing that, but, Sometimes some people are skilled enough to be able to teach, you know, really good lessons on the go, but they might not be great lessons and to know that then somebody's already taken care of the progression and that we're not just teaching them how to do plies um, and then for completely forgetting about sautés or arabesques you know, and they get to the end of the year and they can't actually do anything. And so it's, it's a comfort, I think, for anyone who is teaching in general.
2: And I, I also would love to pull that into the music conversation as well. I don't know about you, but for me, I will get in a little bit of a rut. Now, we have to remember repetition is great for this age group, so never beat yourself up for repeating an activity ever. But repeating an entire class over and over, that is not good because we want to keep the kids engaged and we want to keep them guessing. That's another way to mitigate some behavioral issues is that they are being challenged. Um, The music to me has a big role in that. And the way that we provide music, we can't give you, you know, files (laughs) would definitely be illegal. So Mm -hmm. the way we have worked around that is that we provide two different streams of music resources. So we do create a secret Spotify playlist for every single month and all the music in that playlist revolves around the, the theme that we're working on. For instance, if we're talking about compassion, you might see the song, I'll be there for you from the friend's opener that I know we as instructors love um, mm. because it's fun and exciting Um, That's just one example of that, but we also provide all of the songs typed out on a playlist so that if you are an Apple iTunes user or if you get your music in another way, you can search all of those songs that we have included and you can provide it to your instructors however you prefer. But for me personally, I think that Spotify playlist is everything. You pay a membership fee so that you have access to Spotify and then you are set up. You literally click a link and there are usually 30 to forty songs. Well, December had a lot because, really, personally, love December. <laughs> so I went a little crazy with the cheese whiz on that playlist. But uh, mostly, you'll get thirty to forty songs that are different and new.
1: And another time saver, which is so so great. And I think we can all be uh, guilty of falling back to just using um, the same songs. Um, I, have you heard of the Wiggles in Australia? uh yes they're amazing Uh, well I just feel like way too long we're just because the kids are obsessed with them like I loved the wiggles when I was little and so so (laughs) like some of the songs are still the same and I'm just like still rocking it you know 20 Plus years down the track. But yeah, but you know, again, it's nice to have a bit of different music. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast.
0: For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.